Good afternoon, folks, and how's it going? So, it's a bit late today. I shouldn't be called the morning glory session today because, uh, let's be honest, it's not the morning glory sessions. It's uh, the afternoon. But anyway, I had to work today, so I'm late and uh, coming on board. But today I want to talk about success and what success means to you and why it's important to understand, um, to work out your own um, various versions of success and what success means to you. Because unless you understand this, you're really limiting your abilities to achieve the goals you're after when you turn up the training. And this conversation came about today because I was talking to one of the members in the gym and uh, I, I could see that the guy was trying, but he wasn't happy with what he was doing and he wasn't getting the results he was after. And um, the conversation came up. I was like, well, what does success mean to you? And the subsequent conversation ended up with him sort of realizing that he was not training for the reasons for him and he was actually sort of attributing what he was trying to do based off what he what he's seen on instagram seen on facebook and what he's seen other people trying to achieve and he automatically put that as his marker for what success would be and um how to achieve his goals so and that sort of got me thinking to myself about you know primal and how i got there and what i was doing and the reality was like i'm in this game i'm coaching like in the fitness industry about 15 years and I've owned what, three gyms now, four gyms. And I've I've seen myself evolve over the years, but with Primal, what I seen myself, and it, only, it, took, it took a lot of reflection for me to realize this, was that the goals I had set myself over Primal weren't actually my goals. And what I had done was I had fallen prey to this belief that everyone else's goals, what I seen the industry setting as goals for a successful gym was what I was putting my focus upon. And what that was doing to me was making me miserable because it's not the 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 generic definition of what success is in gyms, you know, the, the six-figure businesses, you know, the packed gyms, all this stuff. That's just not for me. Listen, I've done the six-figure business. It didn't bring me any hap- any more happiness than when I was coaching one-to-one in small, small groups and not getting any clients. For me, success is building a, a facility that, is very community based and support and like a support network for people because let's be honest in this country in this world right now one thing that's missing for most people's lives is like this support network and a feeling of belonging and so for me with my own like depression experiences and you know feeling um segregated from society just my own my own thought patterns doing this to me not not anyone actually pushed me away but that made that that sort of made me understand the importance of having a support network that allowed you to feel like you belong somewhere. So that is what I when I took Primal over from Dan, when I bought Dan out, that was the one thing I wanted to change for Primal. I wanted to make it a, a facility that when the members came to, they felt like they were um they belonged there that, that, that there were friends and no matter what session they turned up to they would be welcomed and they would know where they fitted in and that is my definition of success now monetary as long as i get the bills paid as long as i've got enough to supply provide from family i'm pretty happy money isn't a big driver for me sadly the industry i think and well the society today the focus on making money and making and if you don't make money money is going to be money's like the the big marker for most people, you know, that is what success is. If you're a multimillionaire, you're successful. But we're not putting the money up. We're not putting that focus on what happiness is. 
what will what will improve your life on a daily basis? What will make you get out of bed and feel better about yourself? How will the mood you're in, what you're doing, will how will it affect other people? And for me, that is my main focus. It's like, what am I doing in Primal? Is, is it is it pushing people forward? Is it helping people become more? Is it helping people succeed and uh, become the person they want to become? Is my guidance and is my instruction and the facility I've built, the, the culture I've built, helping people push towards that? Now, for some people, it doesn't work. For some people, Primal isn't suitable for them. That's fine. Because in this world, we're a tribal society and some tribes won't suit other people. And that was one of the mistakes that I made. I was trying to please everyone all the time, and that's pretty impossible. You've got to accept that just you're not you're one person or you're one facility. You cannot um, expect to provide what everyone's looking for. But the the key is, can you find your own tribe? Well, as for me, could I find my own tribe? Could I find people that were like minded and understood the way my mind works, which is very hard to find. But the people who can accept what I'm saying, see the quality of the coaching and buy into what Primal's message is. And for me, that it's taken me a while to get to there. And over lockdown, in fact, lockdown taught me, I've nailed it. Lockdown's told me, my members, the, the clients and members that come to Primal on a regular basis, they supported me the whole time. They were, they were, they, they backed me 100%. And when they be opened, they all came back. Um, they were all they were all excited to see everyone. They couldn't wait to get back in the gym because it felt like it was part of like part of their life. So that for me is what success is. Now, the byproduct of that success, the byproduct of building that, what I've looked for, is that I do make a decent living. I get to do everything I want. Like I, I get up every day and I can't wait to go to work. It's not work for me. It's just meeting people and helping them improve with the knowledge that I've got. And that, for me, that's passion. My, that my passion is being able to walk into Primal or walking somewhere and know that the knowledge I have and the experience I have and the abilities I have can help improve people's physical and mental being, well-being. And that is what success is for me now. I'll, I, I, make, I make my livelihood from it, and that's brilliant. So what you've got to ask yourself is, when you're taking that example, a planet to yourself, what is it that you need in your life? Because if if you if primal is like what I want, but the fitness industry is all about, you know, the making the six-figure businesses, you can equate that to the average guy or average girl in the in the world, right? They just want to lose a bit of fat, they want to build some muscle, and they want to feel good about themselves. They want to feel they want to feel like they're more attractive looking. They want to feel more confident. They want to hold themselves proud. The fitness industry, on the other hand, is pushing the six-pack, the sexy six-pack, the, the photo shoots, the biceps, the, the butt, the, the guns and everything. And it's it's sort of conditioning people to believe that this is what fitness is. And unless you achieve this goal, then you haven't really succeeded. And that's always what you've got to aim for. But the reality is for a lot of guys and girls, they're, they're carrying a lot of weight. And that type of goal is so far removed from their reality that it's actually putting them down. So I see a lot of people, they turn up to the gym and they want to get the six pack, even though they're maybe carrying six or seven stone more than they could. They should be to, um, to allow themselves to have the ability to get the six pack. So they're now on a journey that's going to take three or four years of real focused dedication where they can't really they can't really slip up to get to that point. For most people, you're going to lose the drive. You're going to lose the desire. We've got most guys I coach and girls I coach, they're in their 40s. 
their parents, they've got busy lifestyles, they've got stress. The last thing they need is to know that they have to turn up to the gym five days a week, eat broccoli and chicken every single day, or else they're not going to get the body. Automatically, you're a failure. And you think to yourself, well, why should I? But that is what the industry is telling you you should need. And that is, what, and even though the, 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 there's PTs coming on saying, oh, no, you don't need this. But there, every other photograph they're putting up is of a transformation-style picture. Now, I'm not against transformation-style pictures. I think it can be motivational for people, especially if you see someone who's been carrying a lot of weight and they've got themselves down to a really good physique. That shows it's possible, so I'm not trying to put that down. But when you're... When the reality is the majority of people in society are carrying too much weight and they're overweight and they're unhappy with themselves, that six-pack look, that that looking at some 25-year-old hot guy or girl and you're in your 40s and you're, you, you know you're, you've got like a wife who's doing her husband's doing your head in because they need some time, they need some help and the kids are busting your balls and your boss is on top of you and you're stressed in the high, the high dough, there's no way you're going to get a six-pack and there's no way you're going to feel you can get a six-pack, which means... All this training you're doing to try to get that six pack, because that's what the industry's telling you, it's just it's just expressing, it's just exposing more and more of your feelings, which in turn makes you feel worse about yourself. Negating all the the focus of what training is, so it's crucial that for you, you you be honest with yourself and you you ask yourself, where are you currently? What what's your current starting situation? Where where, where are you right now? Are you six stone overweight? Are you three stone overweight? Are you inexperienced? Are you unconfident? Have you got muscle mass? Are you skinny? Have you struggled putting muscle muscle on? Whatever your goal is, then you've got to ask yourself, well, what do I want to be? What's realistic for me? And then break it down into like, if you want to go as far as five year, go five year. But literally 12 months, nine months, six months, three months, one month. And then from that one month, break it into weeks. Four week, three week, two week, one week. And when you're starting out in your journey, your first week one, depending on where you're at, let's take you're a complete beginner, you've walked into the gym, you're forced on overweight and you haven't trained in 10 years. Week one is very simple. Turn up three times a week, do what's asked to you. If you, have, if you can do that, then you can put a tick beside you. You have achieved success. The week after that, it's the exact same goal. Turn up three times, turn up four times, whatever you're told to turn up, do what you're asked, that's a tick. Week three is the same. Week four is the same. After four weeks, and you've started to create a habit of turning up three times a week, ask yourself, can I turn up one more session? Can I start focusing a bit more on my diet and what I'm eating? Can I make? Can I focus on one and changing one habit? So the habit could be, I'm going to drink two liters of water every day, and I'm going to turn up the gym four times a week. If I do that, give yourself a tick. The week after that, I'm going to drink two liters of water every day. I'm going to train four times a week. I'm going to get eight hours of sleep every night. Do that. Bang. Then it could be, I'm going to do the, what I've said, the four to four sessions a week, the drinking water, the going to sleep for eight hours, and I'm going to cut my drinking down to one night a week. All these small steps, this is what you've got to do. Because remember, we live in a negative world. We live in a very negative society where we're easily put down. We, we're actually our worst critics. We put ourselves down very easily. So without even realizing this, habitual thoughts come into our head, and we're always telling ourselves we're not good enough. You know, you go to the gym and you see a guy do a handstand fuck, I can't do that. You see another girl lifting 100 kilo, fuck, I could never do that. We're talking negative to ourselves all the time. Mentally, we're in our own minds, that person, that's that schizophrenic person in our mind to tell us we're not good enough is always looking for a reason to tell us or to point out why we're failures, why we're not good enough. So when, you're, when you get yourself to the position where you set the barrier low, 
set the bar, set the bar so low that you know you can achieve it, and then when you do achieve it, you give yourself that tick. That is tangible proof that you've achieved something that you didn't believe you could achieve. And then you move just one inch up. It's basically like I train people. I start so easy that I know they're going to achieve it and I make it gradually harder and harder and harder. But by the time that harder and harder and harder comes, it's still easy because they've been training for so long. And it's the same with you. Those small habitual steps, as long as you make every single goal as easy as you possibly can so you know you can achieve it, it's going to give you tangible proof that you can fall back upon to show that you can achieve something that you didn't believe you could achieve. So, and as you get, as like I said, as you get more and more, as you get more and more of these habits built on top of each other, think of like building a wall, you're building a solid foundation, you're building up and up and up. You can start expanding the difficulty. You can start challenging yourself more because you have the challenges you've you've put yourself through, you've achieved, and you start to realize that fuck, if I focus a bit and I just and I believe myself a bit more, I can achieve these things. So you can start building on top of these habits and the habits get bigger and more challenging and more challenging until maybe you go for the photo shoot or maybe you go for a powerlifting competition or you go for a bodybuilding competition or you check, you decide you're going to run a marathon or a triathlon. Whatever the journey takes you, that's fine. It's, it, it's Success, like I said, is individual to each person. And if you start, if you still allow, if you start allowing yourself to focus on someone else's definition of success, and you get caught up in that. Emma, how's it going? I haven't spoken in a long time. I'll keep well. If you allow yourself to be stuck up or caught up in their definition of what success is, you're going to, you're on a road to nowhere because ultimately you haven't got the emotional attachment to that goal. You haven't got um, the drive, shall we say, to push yourself towards achieving that. And this is where most people feel because this is what happens. You will start seeing someone doing, training something that's personal to them and you think to yourself, oh, that's a good goal just simply because you're seeing someone do it, but you haven't actually critically thought about it or, you know, step back and thought to myself, is this really going to help achieve my um, improve my life or should I keep on this path? And so I see so many guys, you know, doing well. They're, they've lost two or three stone and they're lifting weights and then they get sucked into someone else's goal. And you can see it. I just see it and they go like, it's not going to happen. And you'll talk to them and they're like, I know, I know, I know. And then they drift off. And then they come back and they realize, yes, it wasn't what I wanted, and I'm back in the track. But that's time wasted. And maybe it's not time wasted. Maybe it's a lesson learned. Hopefully for some people it's a lesson learned. But that's that, that's the talk today. What is success for you? Before you start your fitness journey, before you start training and dieting and, and push yourself through all this stress and committing to stuff that maybe you don't need to do, sit back and think and ask yourself, what is it I'm wanting to achieve? What, what can improve my life? What... What goals do I want to put in place that I know are going to make me a better person or are going to, are going to help my family or my children or whatever it is? And what from that point, work towards achieving that there from then on. And Cormac, how's it going, mate? But anyway, that'll do us today. So hope you enjoyed that. And uh, I will speak to you all tomorrow, hopefully. <laughs>